This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the Chicago Bears, how the Redskins finally get a road victory, and we maintain first place going into the latter half of December. This and much more live with Aaron and John. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, John? Yo, 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 what's up? Excellent! Welcome, everybody. Harry Hog Football, episode number 401. In which... (laughs) In which we talk about a victory... (laughs) Yeah! Against the Chicago Bears. Dub Bears. Dub Bears. In Chicago. So we've got our home, first home victory of, or I'm sorry, first road victory of the year, finally. But I was saying, Aaron, to you, I said this after the game, and I say it again today, It's it feels like we lost that game. Is it just me? The reason why you feel that way is because, A, it's an unfamiliar place to be in December that we're actually winning. Right. Because Correct. it hasn't happened since, well, the 2012 run, to tell you With RG3. And... The other reason why it feels like we didn't win is because we can't really quite explain how we're winning because we don't even know who's playing defense. (laughs) Am I right? Apparently we signed some tight end named Alex Smith that used to play for Barf in Cincinnati. Not the quarterback. Not the quarterback. Every single thing I saw said tight end Alex Smith so there would be no confusion. Last thing we need in Washington is a quarterback controversy. Of people that Uh, aren't even really... On the team. Uh, oh, and we would be remiss to uh, forget our longtime benevolent sponsor, Desmond C. Lee. Uh, yeah, Desmond C. Lee. Uh, you can tweet at him at Desmond C. Lee, too, on twi- Twitter. He is a longtime Redskins fan, and he would be Desmond C. Lee 1, but it was, uh, it was, it was hacked. Or taken. Or, or taken. We don't know. Hacked, or he lost the password or something. Yeah. Anyway, he'll tweet back at you if you're tweeting with the Redskins, most likely, because, well, he loves the Redskins just like we do, despite all the things and all the crap you have to deal with being a Redskins fan in the last, oh, two-plus decades. Yeah, and now just to make matters worse, they throw this whole controversy name on it, so you got people calling you a racist, too. Right, right, because we're all racists that root for Washington Redskins. Yeah. That sucks. Anyway... Oh, yeah, speaking of, I saw that Senator Harry Doyle Reed in <laughs> Nevada quoted saying this week that he loves it every time the Redskins lose. Isn't he the guy that was talking about how how it was so awesome that there was a well-spoken black man running for president yeah. when he was talking about Obama, but he said it in much less eloquent terms? Yeah, I would love it to see him lose. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I have to say about what, him, Nevada. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he obviously doesn't have uh, other things to worry about out there in his state with like legalized prostitution, a big giant desert, and nothing else. So, you know. Yeah. So so let me talk about something that absolutely has nothing to do with me, and forget the fact that I was saying racist things about Obama before he ran for president. Yeah. Well, about all black people in general, I should say. Yeah, and like for really, and like <laughs> and like for women to you know be able to take be taken advantage of as prostitutes and 
exploited, their bodies exploited, and that's and not exactly legal either. <laughs> <laughs> Forget oh, about man. how women are treated within my state. The name Redskins is so horrible. I it, think they don't they have like a a dude place there as well. I don't know, Josh. Josh, that's why I'm saying that's, and that's why I was trying to bring Josh into the conversation because he's the expert on such things in uh, the Las Vegas greater area. Who said that, dude? Dude, you said that. You go to Vegas all the time. Isn't there some place called Frank's Chicken Ranch or something? I called it. Well, that's what we're saying. Josh, don't you like going to Frank's Chicken Ranch? <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> We know you love Frank's uh, Chicken Ranch. <laughs> oh, man. Frank's Chicken Ranch. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Don't ask for condiments. All right. Well, I guess we should talk about this victory over the Bears. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that instead of Josh frequenting Frank's Chicken Ranch and <laughs> Henry Harry Doyle Reed's home state. I wonder if anything's ever happened to Harry Doyle Reed, like what happened in The Godfather with that politician there where they like set him up in the brothel. I don't know. To put him in their pocket. I don't really care about Harry Doyle Reed. He like governs over a bunch of desert sand in like one city. (laughs) One place. And Reed, don't forget Reno. Oh, sorry. Two cities and nothing in between and a bunch of sand. (laughs) And nuclear waste. Uh, well. We won the game. It was a, what was it? Touchdowns, touchdowns, touchdowns. And then, <laughs> thank goodness, our guy hit his field goal. And theirs didn't somehow. Their guy didn't. He had a 50-yard field goal, and it went wide right. Yeah, there were some bonehead things in this game that kind of made me mad. Still, like, what was up with when we called the timeout? All right, I'm not <laughs> sure if this was on the same timeout. Correct me if it's not. It could have been spanned over two different timeout calls. But there was one timeout that we called right after a play that could have been questionable with, like, the spot. Right. And instead of just challenging it because we were going to take a timeout anyway, they just called a normal timeout. It's like you might as well just challenge it just in case, right? But yeah. they don't think about these things. They're not smart enough. Well, then, Yeah, and then you call a timeout, and then you get a delay a game. Yeah, and then you get a delay a game after a timeout. There's absolutely no excuse for that. That's That's barf. Doesn't know how to manage the clock. It's, it's been proven game after game. He has no clock managing skills. What was up with this little video I saw of Barf on the sideline with the smelling salt? Oh, I don't know. Maybe he was trying to get amped up. Maybe he used to do that when he played for the uh, Orlando Barnstormers. Or Did you see it? Whatever they're called. No, I didn't see it. It was on one of those links you sent me. It was like a little video. And they show him with the smelling salt, and he's like, whoa. <laughs> like his head goes <laughs> Well, maybe uh, some of the players do that to get themselves like awake. I guess because yeah, I often so, fall asleep while I'm playing football. <laughs> I know, right? Maybe if well, I get concussed or something. Maybe he was giving someone a hard time, and they're like, "Here, you do it." And he's like, "All right, I'll do it. Give me one. I ain't afraid of no malt liquor. Give me one." And then he was like, "Whoa, jeez." Yeah, but all right. To to sum up the game, dude, we started out with a 14-point lead. It looked like we were going to just coast through this thing. I was like, "Yeah, dude, we're putting it together late in the season." And then all of a sudden, it was tied up. Yeah, no lie. It's like, "Hey, we're going. We're moving along." It was starting to look like that game against the Saints 
And then, bang, they just started coming back. And people were getting hurt again. Um, Dude. <laughs> our uh, defense was good at first. Like, Pot Roast was having a hell of a game. Yeah. You know who uh, sucked in this game? D'Angelo Hall. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Cut! You know who the was announcers were The announcers were talking about how good he was doing so far in his transition to safety, and I was like, wait. What? What? You guys are talking about D. Hall? What game right? have they been watching? I don't know. I don't know. It was probably uh, uh, Merlin Olsen or whatever that guy is. He's dead, dude. Oh, yeah. What's that <laughs> other guy that reminds you him, of him? Speaking of today, Suzanne was like, Roger Ebert gave a good review of, um, <laughs> of the new Star Wars movie, and I was like, he's dead. And she's like, no, it's right here. And I was like, well, it's someone posing as him then because he died in like 2013. And I looked it up, and it was like, you know, Roger Ebert was a critic. You know, he died yeah. in 2013. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? Someone is posing as Roger Ebert giving thumbs up <laughs> was it on twitter or was it like an article no well what i found out it was is there's still a rogerebert.com which is like when he was alive he had this website and had hired people to you know, ah. work with him so it's still his website but it's not him like in person <laughs> but still, still i was like this guy's dead he couldn't review this <laughs> which is awesome by the way and we're not going to give any spoilers here but you guys need to see it forget those right. first three movies ever even came or you know Episodes one through one three. Through three came out because yeah, this puts Star Wars back on track. Anyway, enough about that. Um, where were we? Um, we were talking about Pot Roast and D Hall not having a good game, but Pot oh, yeah. Roast had a good game. Pot Roast had a sack. Oh man, that dude's huge. And then also <laughs> speaking of huge, Jordan Reed was like a beast, monster, monster, and apparently he didn't get hurt again. So and no penalties. Yeah. <laughs> if you believe that. That was the amazing thing. He had a, such a great game, and he didn't do anything to screw stuff up for his own team. Yeah, I mean, after I, I think, didn't he get my kick in the balls award last week? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't want to give you any foreshadowing on this, but, you know, I just did. He's not getting my kick in the balls this week. All right. Sweet. No spoilers. No spoilers here. No spoilers. So, yeah, I mean, the Redskins played pretty – Kirk Cousins played pretty well, and the thing I was most impressed about uh, with him is mm-hmm. that he threw that horrible pick, and he threw that horrible jump pass, which the article I was reading said it looked like he was out there playing 500. That – Yeah. <laughs> you remember that when we were kids? Oh, yeah. 500. <laughs> it totally – as soon as he let that ball go, I think every single person, Redskins fan watching the game, just went, oh, yeah, and you have to get hand it to, um, I guess, was it Jordan Reed that tipped that one? It might have been to uh, what's his face, Matt Jones. Whatever Matt, it was, it was it was. And then Matt Jones just dropped the ball like he had been touched. That's right, yeah, and he just put the ball down like someone ran up to him to be like, "Get up, get up, and run, dude!" And he just like flipped the ball over, and luckily the dude from the Bears, the first guy to make contact with the ball, knocked it right back into his lap. Yeah, and here's the question. I asked you this during the game because I don't yeah. understand the rule. How come some people are allowed to just, like, kneel it and give yourselves up without being touched, but when he was sitting on his butt and throws the ball out like that, that's not giving himself up? Like That should would... have been giving himself up. Yeah, you're right. You're exactly right. That's That should have been giving himself up at the end of a play. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, why wasn't it giving himself up? Because obviously that's what he was doing. He wasn't saying, here, other team have the ball. Yeah, you're allowed. You have that option of saying the play is over. Yeah. As, as the offensive player. So While you're sitting down or on your knee. But that would have been so typical Redskins. Yeah, like so that's how that's what amazes me is that we didn't not only did we not lose the ball, we didn't like lose the ball and then like challenge and say, well, he gave himself up, and then the referee would be like, no, he didn't. <laughs> I know, you know, that's what would have happened. Personal foul. Oh man! All right, so so yeah, we lucked out on that play. So besides that play, and the bad we lucked out twice on that play. Yeah, and, and the, the bad, bad interceptions. the bad interceptions. I think Kirk Cousins played pretty well and I was impressed that he was able to bounce back from that interception and play well because in the past you know his thing has been once he throws one that's it game over yeah and they they said I heard during the game that that the announcers it wasn't uh who was it Dan Fouts I always think of him and like Dan Fouts and Dan Coriel or Don Coriel and and Merlin Olson I always think they're the same guy um Dan Fouts, Dan Fouts. I think said something to the effect of that it was only a second pick in four games. Really? Yeah. Shocking. Shocking. But you know what else was shocking? Jay Cutler only threw one interception. Oh no, he threw no interceptions. Right? I yeah. I think he did had a fumble that we picked up. Yeah, he had a fumble that we got, but he Trent threw Murphy. no interceptions. Yeah, Trent, Trent, I'm the whitest guy in the world, Murphy. If yeah. that guy's skin was any whiter, he'd be like a sheet of notebook paper. Man, he is. Where is he from? Indiana. <laughs> Last name like Murphy. That that is some, that is some, Anglo white Irish skin right there. Like I, he must burn so bad. He must have to put so much sunscreen on. Dude, you're such a racist. I'm such a racist, man. My Anglo flares through. I need sunscreen all the time too. I can't help it. It's my lineage. You can be racist against your own race. I think. I think it's okay. We ha- we haven't said that 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 is illegal yet in this country. These politics just I can't understand them. I'm a simple caveman. <laughs> Wait, was that racist? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I'm I'm just I just know I have to put on a lot of sunscreen because my Anglo flares up really bad in the summer. I just know that I don't hate people because of the color of their skin. So if people want to say that I do, that's their problem. That's their prerogative. <laughs> so, so whatever. So they're, they're hating me because they think that I hate people because of the color of their skin. But they're hating me for saying the word redskin. Yes, yeah, so they're the ones showing hate. I don't hate anybody. Yeah. Well, I hate the Cowboys. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I really hate them. Oh, man. And speaking of, the they Cowboys, they got beat. And, and the, we are still technically in first place. And And we still control our own destiny but so do the eagles right that's the game is if we well first we got to beat the bills in the uh, super bowl 26 rematch here and the eagles need well it would be cool if the eagles lose i think they're playing the the uh cardinals who are pretty good the cardinals are good this year yeah so um, hopefully the cardinals and i just realized that i'm still alive in the harry hog fantasy football league we're in the playoffs <laughs> you're still alive too right i think so <laughs> and i noticed i was looking at my lineup and i noticed that like I have like every single one of the Cardinals receivers, <laughs> <laughs> like all of them. I have Malcolm Floyd, I have Larry Fitzgerald, and I have that Josh Brown guy. Oh yeah. So anyway, he's got some nickname I can't remember. Right. So I think uh, yeah, they're playing the they're playing the Cardinals. 
Yeah, so hopefully they'll get beat and we'll win. So then we'll be one game up temporarily. But still, it's going to... We have to beat them, though. We have to beat the Eagles. We have to. That game is huge. I was looking at something that gave percentages of chances of teams making the playoffs in the NFC East. Or no, it was like how important games are or something to make the playoffs. And the winner of that Redskins-Eagles game, it's not just the NFC East, sorry, it's the entire league. The game that has the biggest playoff implications, the second biggest, sorry, was that game, Redskins-Eagles. It still is. Oh, really? Yeah. So it, so it, it's the most important game left on our schedule. We need to beat – it'll be even super more important for the Eagles if they lose this week and we win. Oh, yeah. They'll really, really, really want to win the game. So we got to – it's – the Cowboys are technically still in it, too, because this is hilarious. If we lose out um, <laughs> and the Cowboys win out, I think that would mean they tie the Eagles, and they would go because they have the best division record. Oh, my God. So they're and in the- last place in the division, but they hold the division record tiebreaker. <laughs> I-, I don't even know how that's possible. Yeah, right now we're six and seven. Philly six and seven. The Giants are six and seven. Dallas is four and nine, and yet they're not mathematically <laughs> and out of it. Still and if the they, division. Yeah, how messed up is that? And what's even worse, scarier, is that they could win the division at against us nine. on the last day at seven and nine by beating us at their house. Yeah. But let's crazy. just hope that doesn't happen. Right now, they say according to like the odds or whatever it is, the percentages that. The Eagles have the best chance of winning the division. And I think we're second. But, of course, those chains change after tomorrow. Good. Let them start saying all these other teams are the favorites because as soon as everyone's like, well, I think the Redskins are the best team in the NFC East. I don't see why they couldn't win out and go to the playoffs. Shut up, people. Yeah, because that's when we lose. Like, it happened Uh last week. Or when was it? Against Dallas. Against Dallas. I knew we were going to lose that game. I thought Dallas. we were going to. I thought we were going to lose against the the Bears, but I didn't feel as bad about it as I did against the Cowboys. Of course, it's because we hate the Cowboys. And I don't know what we're going to do against the Bills. I mean, the the Eagles beat them last week. The Bills like, are such a weird team right now. I mean, Tyrod Taylor is doing pretty well there as quarterbacks. To to the surprise of everybody, nobody called that. So, you know, they got they got Shady McCoy, which is the only time you'll ever hear me call him that because I think that's such a dumb nickname. Shady. But that also stems from when he played for the Eagles. And uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll t- it's kind of a crapshoot. I think it's going to be – I think it's kind of about 50-50 of who's going to win that game. Yep. It's a 50-50 on – Yeah. Yeah, I don't have no idea who's going to win our game. It depends. Are we going to which Redskins team is going to show up? The one that showed up against Dallas, right? The one that showed up in the first half against the Bears, <laughs> the one that showed up against the Saints, right? The one, the good thing that's going about it is knock on wood. We seem to do better against teams that we rarely play. If that makes sense, which is which is good because there's always seems to be like we always say it's like. 
we go to play a team and it's like, oh, this is the first time in five years this team has been able to do this, or this guy just got his 1,000th catch against the Redskins. And like people are always breaking records and doing all this crap because it's like, hey, sweet, the Redskins are coming into town. We're going to whoop up. And it's only been that way most of the time this year instead of all the time, which is a huge improvement. Yeah, I'm actually surprised that we've we've already doubled our wins from last year, right? Did we have three last year or four? Three. So we've already doubled it. Yeah. So, I mean, I got to admit it. I don't really like, I still don't think Kirk Cousins is the long-term a- answer, but he has improved a lot over this season. He's doing all right. But he just still doesn't seem like a superstar. He's just kind of like, yeah. He's just sunshine. <laughs> anyway, I know a lot of dudes out there that listen to this podcast love him, and they're always like, Aaron, chill out on Kirk Cousins. He's good. He's a good player. Oh, and I, 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 I was uh, incorrect on the Redskins season. They went 4-12 and 12 last year. They went 3-13 and 13. Two years ago. Forgive me for getting confused on that. I actually wanted to look that up. because. But, uh, but we can say that if they win tomorrow, they have equaled their total of the last two seasons. Two combined. seasons combined. How about that? That would be great. That, that actually shows marked improvement. And I want to put that on McLuhan for the most part because... I mean, I like Kirk Cousins. I'm not like a huge Rob Rock Kirk Cousins fan, but I do like Kirk Cousins. But, man, barf. Coaching. Head coaching. Not so great. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, I don't know how much we can put that on him. You know? I can put all that clock management crap on him. I could put, call the timeout, and then got to delay a game penalty on him. I hate that stuff. That's the kind of stuff that just drives me crazy. There's no excuse in the NFL for there to be a team that's bad at those sort of things. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Come on, Barf. Step it up. Get you some smelling sauce. One for each nostril. <laughs> yeah. One for each nostril. Anyway, we know. Hey, look. We know that it's Christmas coming up, so we don't want to keep people too long when they're trying to do their last-minute shopping. So why don't we go ahead... And get into the games and kicks. Do you want to do the uh, the injury report first or the games and kicks? Uh, injury sure. report's going to be short because I'm doing it. All right, let's do the injury report. <laughs> injury report. All right. Well, Jason Hatcher, Chris Thompson are questionable. I'm really surprised that uh, Chris Thompson's questionable because he's a uh, he's got like a torn labrum. Yeah, he's not going to play, dude. I I can't imagine that he'd play with that. Um, what about questionable. Keenan Robinson? Keenan Robinson and safety Jerron Johnson are both questionable. Um, Perry Riley Jr., Josh's dog, and Andre Roberts, Josh's other dog, are out. That sucks, too, because Perry Riley Jr., after we were cutting on him, started had those couple of really good games. And then he, he, had, he had like two Odell Beckham-esque interceptions. Like seeing this big, large linebacker reaching one hand out to snag a ball. It was he's yeah he was doing really well after people started really signaling or singling him out for that, so that's really that's really unfortunate bad timing for him. Um, 
they're saying with Andre Roberts that he has to decide on whether he needs season-ending surgery on the knee. Probably need to get his, I don't know, scoped or something. Who knows? Whatever. How, he won't be here next Redskins year. Redskins in, ending surgery. Yeah, truly. Um, He's so cut, dude. Yeah, no lie. And then we signed uh, Alex Smith. Sorry, we signed tight end Alex Smith. That's not in the injury report. That's in the signings and cuts report. Yeah, but we had to do that because Carrier's out for the year. Oh, yeah, okay. Because yeah, Carrier. And then Man, sure I feel bad. People out there that were like, where's Chris Cooley? Because remember, Chris Cooley's like, <laughs> trust me, I'm going to be playing this year. <laughs> that would be funny. And like every tight end in the world gets injured and they don't call Chris Cooley. He's I have a feeling Chris Cooley is no longer in football shape. He's got a feel that he might be the shape of a football. He, yeah, at this point, he might be in football shape. I'm the shape of a football. So I'm not <laughs> cutting on you for that, Chris Cooley. I'm just saying so, it must be it must kind of make him feel bad when all of these all of these tight ends are getting injured. He's already made it clear to the team, I'll play for free basically. I'll pay you to play on this. He's and, then, and they called some guy named some guy named Alex Smith. And that, Even, <laughs> yeah, that was after all these other dudes that got injured like Jerron, well is Jerron Ham injured or is he just not panning out? I I don't even know. I don't think he's hurt. We just need more tight ends. Because, because, yes. and I feel so bad for Derek Carrier because he was hurt and he toughed it out to try to play, and he ended up tearing his ACL and MCL. Yeah, and which meant that those were already better. starting to hurt. Which, which means he's going to be out for like a year, yeah. calendar wise now. And instead, if he had, uh, you know, it's one of those things. If he had tried not to tough it out and taken care of everything, it would have been a much better outcome for him. That so re- that sucks, dude. That reminds me of something. Say that Mars missed. That I wanted to bring up about the whole yeah. tight end situation. Yeah. Do you think that with Jordan Reed emerging as a superstar here? Offensive tight tight end. Yeah. And if you remember at the beginning of the year, he was second string because Niles Paul had emerged as a superstar. Do you <laughs> think we'll use one of those guys as trade bait to bulk up other positions that we need? Well, not Niles Paul. I could see Niles the logic Paul in was doing awesome, that, dude. Remember, first part of the year or the training camp, he was like kicking butt, and then he got hurt. Yeah, yeah. he's really come around. I mean, he's he's made huge, huge strides in his game and everything. But as an offensive player, and he's more, much more of a blocker than 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 Jordan Reed. We know that Jordan Reed just can barely block anything, but that we knew that from him in college. He can hold. He can hold players pretty well. He can offensively interfere. Well, the problem with him is that he gets hurt all the time. And so coming off of this awesome few, last few games and going to the end of the year, if he stays healthy, do we trade him and say, you know, and get what we can get for him, which might be something really good. Well, he's at the top be- of his market. Before he comes in next year and gets hurt and misses half the games again, or worse. I would say yes. Sell high. Basically, I'm saying, do we sell high? Yes, I say yes, because we need to at this point. Other people are going to be like, we finally got our homegrown superstar. Let's hold on to him. As injury prone as he is, if someone offered us like a second round pick or something like that, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Second, and then I wouldn't go below a second. No, no way. No way. Not at all. I don't know if we'd be able to get a first for him, but in this market, probably not. But you never know. I mean, you know, the Raiders. Or you could say we could hold on to two because we have all these two tight end sets and, and then open it up like they don't know who we're going to throw it to. Yeah, but, w- w- 
it would be great if we had Jordan Reed and Niles Paul or or someone else, you know, in there. So we have one that's a great pass catching threat. We have another one that can catch really well, but he's also good at blocking. If we could have, the the, and those is, would be our top two for the, sure. The thing is, is I think Scott McLuhan is going to value, you know, basically put a value on those guys. Right? Yeah. Jordan Reed, I can now get this for him, and we have another right. great tight end. We need a better person at this position, and we would be able to upgrade that. I don't know if I can call if I can call him a great tight end. Not Jordan Reed, but Niles Paul. I'd say he's a good tight end. All right, you know what I mean, though. We have a good one. I'd rather have a good tight end and a better, I don't know, safety. Center, safety, yeah. D, D Hall, then have two good tight ends I yeah mean, yeah anyway. I, I understand the logic in it and i i if if the right offer came along i'd be like yes it's something because to he's about. he's not going to get injured less <laughs> going forward in his career you know what i mean yeah <laughs> anyway with that being said what were we about to do we're about to take a break um wish good luck to donovan McNabb because he got released from jail following a second dui i'm not wishing <laughs> him good <laughs> this break brought to you by Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Donovan McNabb, you're an asshole. You know why I'm not wishing him anything? <laughs> Play some damn football. You sucked on the field of day. <laughs> <laughs> on top of being an asshole for drinking and driving twice. Yeah. Anyway. Um, let's break. Let's do a short, short break. And when we get back, we're going to give our games and kicks. We'll talk briefly about the up. Well, we already kind of talked about the Bills. But we'll talk briefly about the Bills game. And then we'll watch the game, hopefully win tomorrow. Yep. And a Merry Christmas. And then we're going to be in the Eagles game, which is going to be huge. All right, here we go. Break. Ready, break. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. All right, dude. All right. Well, I was just thinking in my head, and and I can hold on to this while we go through the games and kicks. Might actually give this player a game and a kick from Josh. All right. Well, hold on to it in your head because here we go. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. You sucked on the field of day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, do you want to go first? I, you know, I'm not going to give that player anything from Josh, um, because he didn't get injured. Because he didn't get injured. Well, he did, but he still played. And we all know that if someone gets really injured badly, that Josh loves to give him this kicks. So, uh. So Probably Derek Carrier. <laughs> I guess Derek Carrier gets his kick in the balls this week from Josh. What are you thinking getting your ACL and MCL torn? Yeah, trying to persevere. Trying to persevere through and be tough for your teammates. Luckily, that didn't happen to uh, Deshaun, who persevered through that banged-up knee he had. Hmm. That's who I was thinking of. It was like, should he... Cause you know, he was in there for a couple plays where obviously we weren't going to throw the ball to him or he wasn't even going to block anybody or anybody or anything. Like, even more than normal not blocking anybody. 
Yeah, but then he wouldn't sit down and just take a free timeout. Yeah, yeah, that was stupid. I forgot about that. He wouldn't sit down on the field being like, I'm hurt, and get a free timeout. We had to burn one because of him. <laughs> I, know, I know, that was the other reason. All right, I'm giving him my kick then. What the hell? Not not too bright, Deshaun. Is that two weeks in a row, not too bright move? Yeah. yeah he's and being out there like limping around, I'm glad he was trying to tough it out for people, for his teammates and everything. And some teammates said that they were inspired by that, whether they were just saying that or what. I don't know. But, I mean, it was like... You're obviously not, unless you're trying to deke them and suddenly sprint down the field like all full speed. That's what, and they're like, yeah. whoa, which he did not do. Yeah. What are you doing? There's other, we got other wide receivers that could actually do something. Get off the field. And when you get hurt, get off, lay down on the field or get off the field. Don't make it so we got to burn a timeout. <laughs> Dumbass. All right. So he's getting your kick. Cause not my, too bright, Deshaun. Mine's going to D Hall. <laughs> Because I think he left that Jashan Jeffrey dude like wide open on that one touchdown pass or that long pass. Yeah, I think it was his fault. It's hard to tell with him because he'll always like look like he blames somebody else <laughs> after the play is over, and you never know if he's doing it because it's right or if he's doing it try to try to make himself look better on TV. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, he's getting it anyway. <laughs> and we already said that Josh is, goes to Derek Carrier. For tearing his, tearing his knee up. All right, so... Uh, That's fair. With that being said, then, w- without any further ado... And now, the coveted and ever-elusive Game Ball Award. The Game Ball Award. You want to go uh, first? Oh, yeah. Go first with your Game Ball. All right, well, my Game Ball... <laughs> I'm not giving it to a kicker. I'm going to give my Game Ball to... No, I don't want to give it to him either. I can't give it. I can't give it. I cannot give it to Kirk Cousins because I can overlook that one awful pick, but that that ball that ended up, he just floated up there like a wounded duck. We ended up somehow miraculously not only not getting picked, but getting a reception at first down. So if you're not giving it to him, who are you giving it to? <sighs> well, I guess I'm going to have to give mine to Pot Roast. For his, getting his big sack. Dude. <laughs> Pot Roast. He might be the largest player in the NFL. He's so damn huge. He just laid down on Jacob. <laughs> just seeing him out there, it's like you, you can tell who he is without seeing his name or his number. He's the really big one. He looked bigger than ever in this game. I think he went to I think he did like extra CCs. I don't know how he moves that fast for being so huge. That's the thing about him is that he moves very, very quickly for a man who's way at tipping in it. I forget what is his. Something, right? It's it's not four hundred, but I think his weight at camp was like supposed to be three thirty, but he came in more like three seventy. There's no way he's under he, four hundred pounds. He, he's he's got to be in that three seventy five and up. I'm I'm gonna say he's in three seventy five and up territory at this point. He's ba- he's at least two and a half me. That's 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 almost four spins. He's a he's 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 huge. Now, if he can play this as inspired every week, that would be fantastic, dude. Because apparently he was uh trying to show off a little bit to John Fox because he thought he was going to the Bears in the off season. He would totally eat for free at the Heart Attack Grill in Las Vegas. <laughs> Have you seen that? Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. Yeah. You, there's a scale outside. 
a big scale with a huge number. And if you stand on it and you weigh over 350 pounds, you eat for free. And that place, really, that, they they actually have that in America. Yeah, dude, that place. They have to give away a lot of food. That place is so nasty, dude. I read the menu. I walked by it, and it's like, <laughs> it's like fries, <laughs> fries cooked in a hundred percent lard, and like, uh, I don't know, milkshakes made with a hundred percent cream and. That sounds good. And. Uh, the milkshake. I forget what it was, dude. There's like, it's like whatever they can do to make something even worse. Oh yeah, like the there, fattiest beef you can buy, like the seventy thirty. Yeah, and the Coke, Coca Cola is the kind from Mexico with like the with extra the real sugar. sugar. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I was like, this place looks. This is so wrong. And then we looked in the window, and everyone in there has to wear a hospital gown. What? They make you wear a hospital gown, and the waitresses look like nurses. Oh my! Yeah, dude, it's it's. Oh my! Anyway. Oh my! Um, but anyway, back to my point. Anyway, on you that, can eat free there. So anyway, go ahead. Which surprises me because there's a lot of people in America that big, especially that go to Las Vegas. Yeah, but they have to actually find their way to it, which means there's some walking. Because it was like on Fremont. <laughs> it's on Fremont Street, like you know the area where you can't drive. Oh really? Yeah, but it is oh. kind of near the end, so I guess. Well, that so so you so you get your exercise in right before you get there. Yeah, you have to walk at least a hundred yards. <laughs> so you have to walk a football field, and then tip the scales at over three and a half. And then, Man, and then go eat your heart attack burgers. I think they said I... one burger in there had over like ten thousand calories. Wow, man! Wow. Anyway, enough about that. <laughs> um. Suffice it to say, we did not eat there, but I did joke with Josh that he might be able to get a free food there, and he said no, he wouldn't make that. He was like, <laughs> dude. Anyway, <laughs> uh, no, he's not, he's not quite that big. No. Josh has his tallness going for him. He has great length. <laughs> uh, anyway. So, okay, so where were we? Oh, my game ball? Oh, yeah, your game ball. Is going to Jordan Reed. Nice. Of course. Because he was a beast. I mean, he didn't fumble, even though I was very nervous. And he fought and got a lot of extra yards. And that, remember that one touchdown that got called back? He, like, fought like crazy on that play. And another first down that looked like he was only going to get, like, five yards. And he got, like, 14. And he had, like, yeah, yeah. He he was awesome. Nine for nine. Nine for nine. Didn't drop a single ball. Did not have a penalty. 120 yards and a touchdown. That's yeah. pretty solid. Yeah, I was going to say, the no penalties things is what put him over the top for getting a game ball for me. I, I swear, I, every time I see him get hit, especially around his legs, I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God, he's done. And every time he fights for extra yards, he just has that ball waving out there. Uh-huh. But anyway, yeah, he still gets the game ball for this week. And, all right, let's go into talking a little bit about the Bills game. I was thinking about this, and I was talking about this um, with this guy at work that's a Bills fan. And he doesn't even really want to watch the games because he says he just can't. <laughs> He's like, His heart can't take it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so this dude that there's Do not go to the heart attack. No. What's his name? Tyrod Taylor? Tyrod Taylor. Tech, right? Yeah. And uh, he's I, one of those, like, running around guys, right? Yeah, but he's having a good he's, – he's a smaller guy compared to, like, your big, big stereotypical quarterbacks. Definitely moves around, has great movement. Um, definitely someone that 
you wouldn't expect to be having this much success in the NFL. And I, I'm, I'm, you know, it's pretty cool. Very surprising. So I would say the Redskins defense could probably match up all right with them being with RG3 in there. Yeah, they got a couple of really good receivers up there. Sammy Watkins. Yeah, Watkins. Um, Sammy Watkins. Uh, although uh, Mark was saying that uh, they could have taken Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. is just ridiculous. Even though he's using the Dick's gloves, he is ridiculous. He is ridiculous. Well, you know, <laughs> you know, the Bills are also six and seven. Same record as us. Same record as us. I'm, I'm, I'm going to look at the uh, roster here, see what other names I jump saw, out at me. I think I saw they were one-point favorites. It's It's got to be a really – it's got to be like a push. Oh, their left guard is Richie Incognito. Oh, yeah, who he said is having a Pro Bowl year. He He's always been good, like a Pro Bowl talented player. He's just, he's a, just a complete and utter tool. Yeah. Like anyone that brings that guy in and makes him a captain – He's the is an idiot. Like, like the GM of the Dolphins was stupid for doing that. You know what kind of person he is. Wait, he's the captain. He was the he was one of the captains in uh in Miami, with the C on the chest. Does the coach make them the captains? I thought that was like the players have decided. I don't know. Who, I don't know who is who did it, but whoever whoever did, is dumb. Yeah, because anyway. everyone knows Incognito. From his days, I mean, back from when he was in in New Orleans, and then with St. Louis. Anyway, we're we're going up against that guy, so uh, you know. So hopefully, the Redskins will be able to pull this victory out. That's right. That's right. So we'll see how it goes with McCoy Watkins. Um, They apparently have some wide receiver named Hulk Hogan. For real. Um, Sure. Carlos Williams, if he plays, is usually pretty good, but he's hurt all the time. Carlos? Carlos Williams? I thought it was Mario. No, he's the defensive player. Or did he get traded from them? I don't think he plays for them anymore. Yeah, I think he might have got traded. Or he just gets hurt all the time. No, he's still there. He just gets hurt all the time. He doesn't play at all. Is he playing this week? I don't know. Anyway, we're going to see what happens tomorrow. <laughs> I think this pretty much wraps it up. What do you think? Uh... Yeah, yeah, I was kind of done after the heart attack grill. Anyway. (laughs) All right, well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Hopefully we'll get a win tomorrow. Yeah. And we'll talk to you guys next week before the... um, for what could be a huge, the most massive game of the season against the Eagles. Yep. And uh, thanks to our longtime benevolent sponsor, benevolent sponsor Desmond C. Lee. You can follow him at Desmond C. Lee two on Twitter. You can follow us at Harry Hogg on Twitter. Check out the website HarryHogFootball.com. You can give us a ring a ding ding at one seven seven Harry Hogg. Leave a message, and if something, if you say something funny, we may put it on the podcast. I'd also and, uh, like to give a shout-out to the Green Bay Packers for beating the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. And so does all of America. Yeah. <laughs> and Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad, everybody. Talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan, you know what to do. Joke-o-ma!
Oh, dude, I forgot to say that Bakari Rambo plays for the Bills. <laughs>